Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't let others track what you do. Keep yourself safe at expressvpn.com slash watch chat. Oh yeah, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're going to take a deep dive into a little bit of an expose of an all-American family, let's say, that has been ruling and reigning over the state of New York for quite some time. These days, we're living in an age of confusion. Coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you choose to call it, is ravaging many parts of America. New York is seems to be, at least, the epicenter of the whole pandemic, as well as the state of New Jersey. And so we're going to focus on the influencers that are there and what ultimately that could mean for your future. You say, well, I don't live in New York. Well, it doesn't matter. There could be some things coming down the road here that will definitely have a bearing on your life. Now, it's pretty evident that there are no real winners of this whole coronavirus battle. Well, except for maybe Andrew Cuomo as we call him, the love gov. And he's the rising political star that has taken the worldwide pandemic as an opportunity to hog that bright, shining spotlight that for far too many years has illuminated his brother Chris on the mediocre airwaves of CNN. Andrew Cuomo has taken this dumpster fire of a situation and neatly crafted it to fit his political agenda, one that he hopes will make all his other shortcomings as governor disappear. Now, since he assumed the role as the 56th governor of the progressive paradise known as New York, good old Andy has done little to help his people, you know, or fulfill the promises he's made as a candidate. I mean, those are just basic facts. But are we really surprised? I mean, much like Rudy Giuliani became America's mayor during the aftermath of 9-11, Governor Cuomo may want to become America's president. We'll see. In some ways, he could be the saving face of the Democratic Party. As it stands now, the only fighting chance the Democrats have left is Joe Biden, and that's laughable. And it's quite frankly to the the fact that their party is dying. I mean, literally, all other viable candidates are on the brink of death. And in the case of Bernie Sanders, well, that man's been flatlining since 2002. But during this time of turmoil and duress, the headlines write themselves. They say Cuomo saves New York and Cuomo saves America. Andrew Cuomo may very well be the only life raft left aboard the Titanic that doesn't have congestive heart failure. Now, look, there's no doubt that Trump would demolish Cuomo in any debate. That's a given. But would the Democrats risk it all to change their player one this late in the game? Possibly. Maybe. Who knows? So for the first time in forever, the Democrats are beginning to see their constituents excited about a candidate who isn't over 100 years old. Do you imagine a Democrat who has yet to mummify they don't exist right now before our eyes they are falling apart for instance hashtag president cuomo has become a trending non-stop hashtag on twitter and people across the country and even the world are beginning to identify as cuomo sexuals <laughs> and can you blame them i mean really democrats love nothing more than a candidate that can't perform and <laughs> The love gov is reaching beyond party lines of political districts to stir the hearts and the blood pressure of voters stuck at home. Let's hope none of the skeletons come out of the closet, Andy. You remember like that time you said the N-word on national radio? We haven't forgotten about that. Now, I'll give Andy some credit. Arguably one of the only governors to appear on televised briefings every day alongside, you guessed it, President Trump and utilizing nepotism to secure valuable airtime on CNN via his brother's show. 
where the two performed the most cringeworthy stand-up routine, attempting to parade themselves as the classic American family. Folks, it really is a joke, and we're going to show you that today. Has his heated shots at our president and his head-to-head scuffles with Billy the Kid de Blasio earn Andy a fighting chance at being the COVID poster child? Will this shot in the dark land him a place at the Democratic National Convention on August 17th? We're going to break it all down for you today on this special edition of the Chad Prather Show. We're diving deep into the history of this political dynasty, the Shakespearean tragedy for our generation, the kings of New York, the Cuomo family. So it's time for us to take off the gloves and ask some tough questions. How do you identify America, gay, straight, or Cuomo-sexual? Hey, while you're spending time at home, don't just think about your future. Do something about it. Get a degree from Ashford University that can help you have a brighter future. Ashford University's online bachelor and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient, flexible schedule. At Ashford, expert faculty are going to teach you real-world skills from a real-world experience from the comfort of your own home and online classes built for life's twists and turns. You can pursue a degree to help you have a brighter future in one of Ashford's 60-plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology with 24-7 access to your classroom, daily support, and financial aid available. Ashford gives you the tools that you need to keep climbing. You're made for moments like these because you are hashtag tenacity made. Just like Ashford education is personal, at Ashford University, your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing. Testing required to enroll. You can do it today. Go to ashford.edu slash watchchad. That's ashford.edu slash watchchad. Go do it today. Not all programs are available in all states. Hey, folks, welcome back. We're going to talk about the Cuomo family. Uh, There's a lot going on, Candace. There's a lot going on. I mean, every day you see Andrew Cuomo coming on, doing his press briefings there in New York with all the PPE supplies behind him. He's wearing his navy blue windbreaker, his little jacket with the little seal, his New York thing up there, looking presidential. On a recent interview with his brother Chris on CNN, who, according to Chris, has been diagnosed he has been diagnosed with the COVID-19 and he's quarantined himself down in the basement uh he says that he's had fever so high that he actually saw his dead father uh it, it, it but he doesn't appear sick to me <laughs> there's nothing about Chris Cuomo that looks sick he's not coughing he's not hacking there's nothing going on there's no evident symptoms he hasn't been off the television at all that I've seen he's had his brother on numerous times and in, in just last week, he asked his brother, would you run for president? Are you thinking about running for president? Of course, he said no. Uh, and But is he? I mean, what's going on? What is going on with this family here? Why all of a sudden is he the love gov? Why, is people, why are they calling themselves homosexuals? Uh, why are these women, Candace, say that they just, they're falling in love with Andrew Cuomo every day when they watch him? He's just the sexiest thing alive. Do you get that? No, but both women and men are declaring themselves homosexuals. Okay. So All right. Well, of course, it's New York. Why not? I mean, this is America. You can love who you want to love. Mm-hmm. 
They're not ugly men. Are they not? No. I wouldn't know. I've always thought Chris Cuomo was a cute dude when I was in media. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. I heard Steve Partyfowl said something about that once. He thought that Chris Cuomo was very attractive. Yeah, well, I've watched Chris long, long Mm -hmm. time over the years. He Mm -hmm. did investigative reporting on a lot of channels, including Fox. He worked for Fox, Mm -hmm. Fox News, uh, whatever you call those, you know, that come in and just do little shots and stuff like that. But as an investigative reporter, why did we not see him getting that test where they shoved the Q-tip all the way back down your Geraldo would have done that. Yeah. Totally. I'm just saying Geraldo would have. So, I'm not saying he didn't get tested, but I'm like, <laughs> a guy like him, he's going to take advantage and put a camera on it. Yeah. 100%. One would that. think. I mean, Beto O'Rourke did get a flu shot uh, on camera. <laughs> what, what do you think, Candace? Well, I mean, you have to look at look at it like Chris is the before and Andrew is the after, mm-hmm. and that's it's not worth it. That's fair. Yeah, that's a because fair if you assessment. look at if you go back and you look at I, I'm drinking my Corona here <laughs> in honor of the Comos the cor- the Corona the Cuomo <laughs> the Cuoroma cor- Coroma. Uh, I uh, <laughs> but you look at those guys and like you look at a young Andrew Cuomo, good looking dude. He's gotten older. I, I get I get what you're saying. Okay, I'm all of us. I get what you're right. saying, but I want to take you guys back to, of course, Mario Cuomo, who is their father. He was the governor of New York for a number of years, nine years, and then he served the most terms. So when I checked, it was his ninth year was kind of the year that he was reaching the peak of his. That um, was when there was some talk about him becoming president, right? And I believe he served three years total. Three, I'm sorry, three terms total. Three terms total, yeah. So, you know, Mario, he's one of those guys. He rose through the political ranks after giving a speech at the Democratic National Convention, which, of course, was in 1984. He attacked Ronald Reagan uh, regarding Reagan's uh, famous Shining City on a Hill speech. And he worked to relinquish the American stigma of association with Italian-Americans with La Casa Nostra, which caused a big controversy for them. And of course, you know, La Casa Nostra, that is the Sicilian mob, right? And he wanted to make sure that this idea that of Italian-Americans automatically, especially in New York, being connected with the mob was you got a big separation from that uh, to the point where he was actually targeted for a mob hit at one point in time because the mob considered him a traitor to his own people and so he had a planned trip to sicily at one point in time uh he was a target of the mob hit they called it off last second and of course mario como was in charge whenever new york kind of went through their mob war era and the the subsequent trials that followed if you talk about if you talk about, uh, actually, you know what? Let's go to that. Let's go to that clip of one of my all-time favorites. It, listen, everything in life that you need to ever learn about how to live life, you learn it from the Godfather. True. You learn it from the Godfather. Okay. All right. Show them this clip right here, Candace. We have here finally a witness that will further testify to Michael Corleone's rule over a criminal empire that controls all of the gambling in this country and perhaps in other countries. This witness has had no buffer between himself and Michael Corleone. He can corroborate our charges on enough counts for this committee to recommend a charge of perjury against Michael Corleone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to get that. Yeah. 
everything you can learn. So there, there's a little bit of the trial going on there in The Godfather. And, of course, when you see things like that, that's you, you tend to think of New York mobsters. You think of the mm-hmm. Italian-American community. Mario Cuomo did everything he could to distance himself from that, almost to their chagrin, right? Uh, and this is a political family. And we've seen a history of political families throughout America's history with, uh, you take it all the way back to the Adams family, (laughs) John Adams, John Quincy Adams. You can take it to the Bushes, Mm -hmm. uh, the Romneys. You could say, uh, I mean, if Bill Clinton had had a son, right? Who knows? But there's uh, there's so many, the Kennedys, of course, is a a famous Mm -hmm. one. And we don't know, maybe the Trumps might wind up being one of these political families. Now, me personally... I'm opposed to this passing down political positions like family heirlooms, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, is a, is a phrase that Candace has used, and I take it from her because, you know, now his oldest son, Andrew Cuomo, he's the golden child, right? He's number one. He was a district attorney of New York. He served as a governor of New York since 2011, so he's in his ninth year, which, interestingly enough, we're having presidential talks, was the same time in Mario Cuomo's ninth year, we started having presidential talks about him running. Hmm. So there's interesting similarities. Andrew served under President Clinton. He was the Secretary of uh, Housing and Urban Development. And right now he's leading the fight in New York for coronavirus. And a lot of people are lumping his actions in with the president's response. Uh, He is one of the only governors that are out there that are consistently Mm -hmm. on TV giving updates to his people. I mean, you really can't name another one. That's, that's doing that. Even Governor Abbott, who's being very outspoken with his press releases, he's not coming on every day, getting national press in the way that Andrew Cuomo is. It's kind of fun to watch the little jabs that are going back and forth between New York City's Mayor de Blasio. Uh, Bill de Blasio came out just yesterday saying, well, we're probably going to uh, cancel schools through the rest of the... And Cuomo says, no, nope, that is not his call. It's my call. Hmm. I'll make that call. And so it's interesting to watch the little jabs that are going on that are there because you you really kind of get that sense of entitlement that's there. You know, my dad was Mario Cuomo. I'm Andrew Cuomo. We're the Cuomo family. And then you enter in the little Fredo Chris. (laughs) Did you just call him (laughs) Fredo? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Chris Cuomo. Never have been. I know you guys speak yeah. sweet nothings Wait, and some pillow no, talk. Wait, no, that's not true. I well, just said he was cute. You said he was cute. Well, whatever. I mean, that doesn't make I, me I a fan. Him. I can promise you that. <laughs> I was I in media for a while. I all the way up to 2015, and him yeah. and Trump were kind of a little buddy, and then he turned the corner, and he went. Yeah. So, and, and let's go back into that. I mean, you make a good point, because Trump is a New Yorker. He's, yes. no, he's no stranger to the Cuomos. He's no stranger to the Cuomos, or just about anybody else anybody. that now likes to bust his ass in, in, these days. But you got, you know, you got Chris, who he's sort of the black sheep of the family. You know, as popular as he is, he's kind of the black sheep of the family because you got Chris. He didn't go into politics. He decided he wanted to be in the media. He wanted to take the vanity road like we did. Yes. Right. Uh, He didn't pursue it. And so a lot of people said that it was nepotism because he got that job on Good Morning of Good Morning America Mm -hmm. with no experience. Uh, you know, he's on that thing, which was a major deal. And a lot of people say, well, it's because of his dad. And now in recent days, he's been using all this airtime, which is very, all airtime right now is very valuable. It's all very valuable. It should be being used to uh, inform people of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's using everything he's got on CNN to have these little back and forth uh, interviews with with Governor Andy, right? And it's ultimately giving him an even 
even wider exposure. Now, I want to do, I want to go to a, a speech by Mario because I want to raise a couple of questions here. We're going to get into this. So play that, play that Mario Cuomo speech, Candice. Ten days ago, President Reagan admitted that although some people in this country seem to be doing well nowadays, others were unhappy, even worried about themselves, their families, and their futures. The president said that he didn't understand that fear. He said, why this country is a shining city on a hill. And the president is right. In many ways, we are a shining city on a hill. But the hard truth is that not everyone is sharing in this city's splendor and glory. A shining city is perhaps all the president sees from the portico of the White House and the veranda of his ranch, where everyone seems to be doing well. But there's another city. There's another part to the shining city. The part where some people can't pay their mortgages, and most young people can't afford one. Where students can't afford the education they need, and middle-class parents watch the dreams they hold for their children evaporate. There is despair, Mr. President, in the faces that you don't see, in the places that you don't visit, in your shining city. Maybe, maybe, Mr. President, if you visited some more places, maybe if you went to Appalachia where some people still live in sheds, maybe if you went to Lackawanna where thousands of unemployed steel workers wonder why we subsidize foreign steel. But I'm afraid not. Because the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, that this is how we were warned it would be. President Reagan told us from the very beginning that he believed in a kind of social Darwinism, survival of the fittest. Government can't do everything, we were told, so it should settle for taking care of the strong and hope that economic ambition and charity will do the rest. Make the rich richer, and what falls from the table will be enough for the middle class and those who are trying desperately to work their way into the middle class. All right, so there's Mario, giving a very rousing speech. And actually, you could take that speech, you could play it today. Like, somebody could give that speech right now at this year's Democratic National Convention. His son, if if he chose to do it, Chris Cuomo could jump up there and give the exact same speech and it would be relevant today because, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into this thing about, obviously, he's an Italian-American. The Cuomo family makes a lot of accusations, raises the idea that Italian-Americans had a tough a plight in america as african americans mm, we'll answer that question in this in this episode and of course there was that italian american stigma that cuomo that mario liked to bring up that it was actually a reason not to run for office and they've been fighting that stigma ever since and we're going to play you some clips later on but i want to remind you guys here's mario cuomo you know he's in there for 11 years he's ambitious he's an activist government and he's going to not accomplish the things that he wanted to accomplish. It's interesting when you watch that because, Natalie, you're seeing the same thing happen with Andrew today. 
You make all these campaign promises, you have all of these things, and you wind up being more of an activist than you are a legislator and a leader. It's interesting to see that. Is it that they're focusing on many of the wrong things? They look good on camera, and it sounds good. You saw the speech. But at the end of the day, what is it accomplishing? Those are the questions I want to answer in a moment. But it's shocking, folks. Your home can be stolen. It can be stolen. Don't take your eyes off of it right now while you're going through all this stuff. That's a lesson a lot of people are learning. It's a brutal lesson when people find your title to your home online. They forge the document to appear that you sold your home and you haven't. Then they're going to borrow thousands of dollars against your home's equity, and you don't even know you're a victim until foreclosure notices start arriving and eviction notices. Now, you can spend a fortune trying to get your home back. The crime is called home title fraud. It's what the FBI calls one of the fastest growing crimes. Now, my advice for avoiding a possible nightmare is to follow my lead and protect your home with home title lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor your bank is going to protect you from this. And just for pennies a day, Home Title Lock is going to do that very thing. Now, first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com. Enter Chad for one month of free protection. They're going to tell you if you've already been a victim here and you're going to get a free month of protection, okay? That's HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. This is a pandemic. I felt it was a pandemic long before it was called a pandemic. All you had to do is look at other countries. Stranded in my bedroom. No one to love. Then there he is. Uh, let's give you an update as to where we are today. My favorite guy. go folks mm. there you go you know what you see in all mm. of that and i don't mind it's a funny song right very creative mm -hmm. that's good I, you know i love stuff like that um <laughs> i've done a few of them uh the I, <laughs> but the thing is people are so enamored with somebody who can communicate and carry themselves as the song says with grace and dignity that that's that's again they want an obama-esque type person in leadership doesn't matter if they've ever accomplished anything doesn't matter but then you have trump who has done a lot a lot of things but he doesn't communicate all that well he's not that 
you know, that way. But it, it calls back to Mario Cuomo. Because if you remember, Mario Cuomo, he's mostly remembered for the things that he never did, things he never accomplished. So everything that he did, as New York Times said, his designs on the presidency became just flirtations. He encouraged Bill Clinton to consider him for a seat of the Supreme Court, but pulled back just as the offer was about to be made in 93. For all his advocacy of an activist government, he didn't always practice it or couldn't because of the fiscal obstacles he encountered in Albany. You know, he wanted to clean up Albany. That was a big deal. Get rid of all of the of the uh, the stuff that was going on there that was bad. And that's what Andrew came in. He said he wanted to fix Albany, which, of course, is the state of New York, uh, the capital of New York. He wanted to come in and clean up all of the uh, corruption that was there. Uh, Cuomo was always given to self-doubt and second-guessing. He said that if he had any regrets about his governorship, it's that he never identified himself with a large initiative that might have been his legacy as the expansion of the State University of New York was for Governor Nelson Rockefeller. So here's a guy who, like his son now, um, just didn't, just didn't, hasn't accomplished anything. But he's coming on every day. He's looking presidential, Natalie. Well, because look at who they've had sanders can't communicate biden can't communicate warren actually was a pretty good debater but she just got chewed up and spit out as well they haven't had anybody that really can come across as likable another obama just like you said and and cuomo's coming across that way right now and kind of as a hero yeah and and look i i will say this in in a number of places uh he came out he he's now trying to decide on when they're going to reopen parts of uh, the state, go back into business. Uh, he has given credit where it's due to President Trump. He says that Trump has been responsive to mm-hmm. him. Uh, he has had conversations with Trump, but it's 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 interesting when you look at this family dynamic because, <laughs> as you guys know, the issue is never the issue. Let's look underneath because when Mario Cuomo was alive. You had two sons vying for what seemed to be the affection and approval of their father who was in the spotlight. Now you have Chris who's attempting to give Andrew an opportunity to fulfill their father's goal. It's like, dad didn't get it. Let's go get it together. Yeah, Um, he'd make a great White House press secretary. Well, and and logically you would think that that's the way that would go. I can't imagine wanting that job when you're making millions of dollars as a CNN anchor. Uh, but they've done everything they can to try to end that stigma, which I guess apparently still exists in New York, maybe against Italian Americans. Uh, they've even compared it to the plight of African Americans, which uh, that's, that's kind of insane. a stretch. There, there's way more Italian restaurants in America than there are African American <laughs> restaurants. You ain't spent enough time in Memphis, son. Oh. You ain't spent enough time in Birmingham, Alabama. There's all kind of soul food out there. Oh, Mr. And Miss G's in San Antonio. You ever ate that? Yeah. Mm. I mean, you remember? You remember? Um, you know, Chris Cuomo obviously doesn't like it when people call him Fredo. He called himself Fredo in one interview years before that. Uh, they hate Italian American slurs. Uh, that was a point of their fathers. He always brought that up. And so Andrew and Chris have always fought against that stigma surrounding the uh, around the Italian journey in America, which is kind of interesting to me. I mean, here's this entitled family that's accomplished so much, but you're going to continue to focus on that. Now, I want to remind everybody, let me just let me just step out on a limb here, go out on the ledge and say, remember how Obama was supposed to bring unity 
as mm-hmm. the first African-American president, which he wasn't because he's half white, but everybody focuses on the half black side, right? Because that's the woke way to do it. But he brought more racial division because of his ways of handling things than any president ever before. We're still dealing with that. If, if, a, if you have an Andrew Cuomo who came into presidential power and he has this much of a focus on things like that, how much more division? I mean, problems that don't exist. Now you're going to make them exist because this is an issue. And you don't think this is an overreaction. Watch this clip right here. You remember this one from uh, uh, Chris Cuomo when somebody approached him there at the out in the public place? Watch this. I thought, that, I thought, I thought that's who you were. No, punk ass from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much- Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Oh, Are you I Italian? Got, I it's a an insult to your people. It's an insult to your people. It's like the N-word for us. <laughs> Fredo is like the N-word for us. Uh, no, it's not. It's really not. Uh, of course, it is a reference to the younger brother in Godfather. He was the weak one. And he didn't like being called weak. That's the bottom line. The issue is never the issue. It wasn't about being free, though. It was about being called weak. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like that. And he was ready to kick that dude's ass, and he told him so. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's do this thing. Uh, the uh, Watch this uh, clip right here, of An- or listen to this clip of Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York right now, using a very specific word on national radio. Pardon my language, but I'm just quoting the Times. N-word. Yeah, the N word and the W word. Are you familiar with the W word? I can you unbleep it? Yeah, it's WAP. He's saying WAP. Okay, he's saying he's saying the N word, and of course he's saying WAP there, and and he's kind of equivocating those things and making them equal things. They're not equal things, but they got this honestly. This goes way back. Now we're talking about somebody that could be leader of the free world potentially. And look, whether you think he's going to run in twenty twenty, and he still could, Mm -hmm. he could come in if there's a brokered convention, all kind of crazy. Whether he is or not, I just saw on the news uh yesterday morning where they were saying the only way to beat Trump would be a Biden Cuomo ticket. A Biden Mm. Cuomo ticket. Will that happen? I doubt it. But it could happen in twenty twenty, but I leave no doubt that 2024, you could have a Cuomo presidency. But I want you to look at this legacy. Play that clip by Mario. In this campaign, it started with the references to the fact that uh, I come from Queens County and that uh, there's corruption in Queens County. Um, more recently, one of my Republican opponents said that Cuomo made his bones, made his bones with the Democratic Organization of Queens County made his bones if you look at the dictionary of slang uh is an expression used by so-called mafia people to indicate that you have been accepted as one of the elite in the mafia by having committed a murder or another felony on their behalf now this was made by mr o'rourke's running mate who happens to be a prosecutor now i don't know what that suggests to you uh what it suggests to me is an attempt to create a kind of uh, image of association with organized criminals he made his bones mm. made his bones yeah kind of sounds like al pacino when he says made his bones yeah yeah so you can see how this legacy is passed down right these guys obviously have a thin skin when it comes to the idea that they're italian i said in the first block they want to separate themselves from la casa nostra they don't want to be thought of as mobsters okay i appreciate that but at some point in time thou dost 
protest too much. <laughs> like, why don't you chill? You're not black, okay? You're very entitled. 11 years as governor of New York. Now, Andrew's been nine years. And then the nepotism of putting Andrew on Good Morning America when it should not have been justified or even acceptable. And now look at him on CNN. He's one of the major anchors. And he's got party foul Steve as a fan. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy. So... <laughs> I don't necessarily like what he has to say. I'm just saying, yeah. I yeah, I've been a fan of his over the years. Yeah, I know. We know. Right. We understand hmm. the bro it's, love, it's not, man. It's all right. Hey, is it considered? Is is it wrong? Is it wrong that Chris Cuomo is going to continue broadcasting his brother on the air for unfair political airtime? Uh, if it, uh, what if it was Ivanka? What if that was Ivanka, and the, uh, who was the governor, and Donald Trump Jr. was a host? Mm-hmm. The, the left side, would lose their freaking minds. They would, and just like the right's losing their mind over that. I don't think they're losing their mind. I want them to lose their mind. That's why we're having this episode. Oh, okay. it, people should be hmm. paying attention to this. Hey, look, you've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN. And now that a lot of you are working from home, it's even more important to choose a VPN you can trust. Now, I like to do research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I 100% believe in. And I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. And here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Number two, speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for about a year, year and a half now, and my internet speeds are always blazing fast. I don't have to wait on it, even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away. I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. Something else that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. So unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire the app up, click one button to connect. It's so easy. Even your grandparents could use it. Hey, hey, hey it's not just me saying this. Wired, CNET, Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN, the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash watchchad today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com com slash watch chat i just renewed it myself visit expressvpn.com slash watch chat to learn more Anyway, <laughs> I'm in quarantine. You asked a good question during the break about this intermarriage thing. Yes. And they do that. There's a lot of that. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, of course, Andrew Cuomo's first wife was a Kennedy. He's got three Kennedy daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like American royalty. They intermarry. Mm-hmm. They keep the power. I got the power. Is it arranged? Uh, I don't know, but I think that you're thrust into those circles to where yeah. it, in many ways, whether it's arranged or not, no, but it's probably expected in some it's ways. It's encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, they need to have that. But it's an hmm. interesting dynamic. Now, if you want to separate yourself from that Italian-American stigma, <laughs> uh, I want to play some clips here of Andrew and Chris having conversations, interviews on CNN. 
And you can kind of see that stereotypical thing that you see between Italians that bicker in the family and do all. The only thing missing is some bread and oil and a little pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play that clip there, Candace. Uh, let's play the call mom clip. Thank you for coming back to the show. Mom told me I had to. I appreciate you coming on the show. I love you. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for your state, but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. She wants to hear from you. Just so you know. Yeah, I called mom. I called mom just before I came on the show. By the way, she said I was her favorite. She never said that. Good news is she said you were her (laughs) second favorite. Second favorite son. There's an element of truth there. I mean, anybody that's got an ounce of psychological insight and watches that, it's not true. It's not true. I get there's some tongue-in-cheek of that, but they ain't playing. There's there oh, is I think sibling, they're playing. There's sibling rivalry. I think rivalry. that was set up. There's, no, there, there's some, there's some jabs that are it. there. Mm-mm, I don't think so. I think there's tongue-in-cheek, but there's barbs there. There's some barbs. I think that's nothing more than just let's get America to, you know, fall in love with think two so. brothers. I don't think that's how I'd go about it. I If I wanted to be somewhere, if I'm Chris and I want to make my brother really look good, I'm going to really make him look good. It wouldn't be this call mom bullshit. Uh, that- I would make sure that he loves mom more than anybody in the world, right? And I would be pushing that. And then if I was Chris, or I'm sorry, if I was Andrew, I wouldn't be going back at him like that oh she says i'm the favorite that's just not i'm not buying it it's i not think that was gubernatorial all set up. it's not presidential mm, i think it's all set up to make them more likable more believable they gotta more do better because to me they look like wops i think it looks fake yeah that looks fake to me <laughs> <laughs> gosh is that offensive i just want to make sure that we make sure that they understand that they are suffering the same plight as uh as african-americans did you have a point I have zero points. Zero points. Okay. Uh, play that clip. Play that clip about being in the basement. Can I where am I? Are you? I'm in the. Yeah, I'm in I, the I don't recognize where you where are. I am. I'm in my basement. But where are you physically? I'm in oh, my you're basement. You're in your basement. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's where I am. Are you in your basement? Well, you spend yeah. a lot of time there, right? Christina says she sends you there a lot. So kitchen and basement. That's where you've spent <laughs> Listen, your life. Okay. Here's what I'm trying Go to ahead. say. Did you I'm in the basement because this is where I had the availability yeah. to do this. Right now, I need to uh, be working at home. That's why I'm here. And look, some of us have to work, right? I don't have the luxury of working one hour a day. God bless you. Well, I'm happy first for of all, you. It's uh, a full-time job. Most of us job. work more than one hour a day. That's all I'm you saying. You certainly have been working a lot. And I'll tell you what, be careful. Uh, not just because you look like you've been burning a lot of hours, but... You show up in a lot of places, and I know it gives comfort to people, but if you get sick, God forbid, God forbid, there's only one of you right now. And if you get sick, it's a problem. So I know you like to run around with your ill-fitting jacket, but just remember that. You got to stay healthy. I need you, big brother, because I love you, and you're the center of the family, but you're the center of the state right now also. Yeah, but I have to do my job, and Mama didn't raise an armchair general in me anyway. Uh, I'm not going to sit in my basement. I say to the National Guard every time before I go out there, I'll never ask you to go anywhere that I won't go. I'll never ask you to do anything that I won't do. So I need to be out there doing my job. You stay where you are in the basement. I think it's very nice.
I like that actually. I mean, they're busting each other's balls. I mean, I enjoy. It's the, I, I mean, for the TV quality of it, I, it's entertaining. I enjoy. That was it. more believable to me. Yeah, like that. It's more believable. Yeah, that's enjoyable. But I mean, just the ability to throw those barbs in there—it's funny. I get the sibling back and forth, the rivalry. Um, I get it. I appreciate that. I appreciate what Chris said to his brother right there. You know, there's only one of you. Don't get sick. Mm-hmm. You got. And I also appreciate what Andrew said when he said, "I don't tell the National Guard to go anywhere that I won't go, whether that's true or not. I don't know." That's that was set up. Yeah, presidential. I, probably so. Presidential. Probably so. But I, I mean, I, I do appreciate like the rhetoric in all of that stuff. Uh, it's there. Um, but I mean, what's the ploy? I mean, what's the ploy? Why? Why is CNN allowing that? Uh, let's say you're correct. <laughs> Let's yeah. say you're correct and say it is a setup. Um, I mean, do do we get to have family banter among the Trumps on Fox? Let's no. say or any network that's out there. It would great get great ratings. Well, they got a little bit in during the press conference when they were talking about Tiger King, Tiger and he King. said, "Which son? It was Don Jr., wasn't it? Don. Was it, it was, Don? It was I knew Don. it was him. Who's that? Was it Don? I of knew it, it was Don." Don. They got a little bit in there, but that's it was a Don. Big, yeah, this sounds like something Don. If would they do. wanted to do it, they could do it. They they could do it, but they but just like with the Tiger King thing, they caught hell. They mm-hmm. caught hell. Go on my Facebook page, go to Political Cowboy, and you're gonna see because we posted that clip on there, that edited clip, and people were losing their freaking minds. How dare this reporter ask something so asinine and silly in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic? And the president, you know, he humored it with a response, and oh my yeah, well, nah. those people that take life way way too serious well, well yeah. we know I mean, those people exist yeah but that's what i'm saying if trump were to do something like this oh people would lose their friggin' minds mm-hmm. man so how did how what happens right here so let's look at this bill de blasio he would benefit of course he's the mayor of new york he new york city he would benefit if andrew cuomo left office uh mario cuomo served as governor from new york of new york 1983 1994 andrew cuomo's been in since 2011 in 92, Mario was pressured to run for president after delivering the speech at the, the DNC convention in 1984 in San Francisco. Uh, catapulted his war against Reagan. That was nine years into his service as governor. 2020, Andrew now is being pressured to run for president, as many have seen him go head-to-head with President Trump over the handling of this coronavirus. It's his ninth year in office as governor. Mario didn't run for what he stated were personal reasons. Many suspect that America at the time was not ready for an Italian-American president. Uh, there's a steep chance that Andrew Cuomo will not run for president in 2020. Um, so there's all of that there. W- will the Democrats risk this on a quote new kid? If not 2020, what about 2024? They uh, got to do something. They have to. They got to do something because everybody be dead by then. That's right. Uh, will the DNC risk everything? We don't know. Um, it's there, and I know a lot of folks are saying we're grasping at straws. No, I just want you to see the trend, right? I just want you to see the trend. I want you to see the um, some of the issues that are there, the problems that are there, not only the nepotism, but the this this political power struggle within this family that is there. It exists. Whether or not he decides to run this year, and I don't see him running as VP at all with Biden, but at the same time, I don't see Biden running. I, I mm-hmm. just, in the long run, he's going to get decimated by Trump in the debates. And if it comes down to it, uh, I think that even though Cuomo, in one of his basement interviews with Chris, Andrew Cuomo, he said, no, I'm not thinking about it. No, I'm not going to do it. No, 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 no. I think if the DNC comes to him and says, hey, look, you gotta. He'll do it. Our country needs you. And he'll say, well, it wasn't my choice. That's right. 
It wasn't my choice. So it could be that he runs the exact same strategy, the exact same track that we saw happen in his father. Hang tight. We'll close this thing out. You know, in the last couple of days, all Rolling Stone magazine has done is complain about Donald Trump and his handling of the coronavirus. But their latest edition has Andrew Cuomo right on the cover, looking all serious and presidential. Andrew Cuomo takes charge. Who knows? I'll let you draw your own conclusions on this. It's a deep dive. We love you all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time.